Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz, the podcast that has over 2,000 reviews. Thanks to every single one of you. Oh, actually, not the 8,000 of you who haven't left the review. You lazy fucks. <laughs> 800. You said 8,000. Yeah, 8,000 haven't left the review. Oh, did you say? Oh, I'm confused now. <laughs> yeah, 2,000 left the review. Thanks to all of you, except the 8,000 of you who haven't. So we can get to the 10,000. We do need to get to 10,000. Yeah. Hey, I mate. something special at 5,000. Oh, that's right. Five. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. so anyway, five of you are off the hook. It's now 3,000 of you that we've got an issue with. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about networking, mate, how to network. Now, this sort of comes off of the back of pod that we did recently. I can't, what do we call it? How to something, how to approach people maybe mm-hmm. after the dude emailed me and used chat GPT and all sorts. And yeah, man, I think. Um, got some good feedback on that one. Did you? Yeah, yeah. People saying, oh, more of those pods, please. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. Oh little little templates for Yeah. Growing, eh? I think people like the how to's. Yeah, the how to's good. Well, luckily for everyone here, I'm sitting across the table from the man called the network, so What a hell of a nickname. <laughs> yeah, this is probably when I sit back on, eh? And just yeah. let you run your mouth. <laughs> so to tackle this in sort of two parts, one is how to go to networking events and be comfortable because I think that's what a lot of Kiwis struggle with. And mm. even, you know, I still go to things and I get nervous and whatnot, but I've developed ways to learn how to be more comfortable in that. And I know there'll be people that have like, oh, I've done a test, I'm an introvert, it's harder for me. Well, tough shit, that's unlucky. There's mm-hmm. some stuff that introverts are way better than extroverts at, but you don't fucking go on about how awesome that is, do you? <laughs> so you're trying to use a label to start with already to go, that's gonna, that's not going to work for me. Mm. Or, or that you'll basically need to know is that you haven't collected the data or the tools that you need to make it easier for yourself. So it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. Now you email me and go, yes, it does, because it's really draining for me, Luke. You don't understand. (laughs) Oh, okay, sorry. Remove your barriers (laughs) and just try and learn some things that can help you, okay? Because otherwise it will forever be hard. I'm really enjoying this one already. (laughs) (laughs) But what, unfortunately, we have to do a little bit is, is practice. Yep. And that means going to these things, it means approaching people, it means talking to people. You know, when you grew up being told, don't talk to strangers, which is fucking stupid, because everybody in your life that you probably now have had sex with, have worked for, uh, hang out with, was a stranger to you at some stage. Mm. So the concept, of course, yeah, probably isn't quite correct, but if you can get better at talking to strangers, you will find your life will get easier. Now, two of the ways I think that we can all practice this is one, when you're in a lift, talk to people. Uber's my go-to. I've got that written down. Yeah. Yeah. Uber's taxi. Practice it. So then you're going to go, but what am I going to practice? Well, then you need some things to come back to. This is where two things. One, you need to have your own story. So you've got to sit down and actually spend some time figuring out what is my story? You know, who are you? So basically, what's your name? Where did you come from? What do you do? What have you done in the past? And 
What are you looking to do? And once you know that, if someone asks you at a networking event, oh, who are you? You're not like, oh my God, someone's asked me a question. I'm an introvert. Oh my God, this is so scary. I knew I shouldn't have come to this. You're like, my name is Luke. Oh, okay, great. Oh, oh, that wasn't so bad. I fucking do know my own name. But instead we overcomplicate all this shit and we think, oh God, I'm scared to go to networking and stuff. Yeah. But when you learn it for yourself, then you know, well, if that's probably what people are going to ask me, then maybe those are some questions that I can use to ask other people. So the key thing is to to be curious about other people and you're wanting to ask them questions. So if you are really scared to talk about yourself and you hate talking about yourself, don't give people a chance. Basically, go into those events and find somebody and keep asking questions about them so that it's not about you because you hate talking about yourself then you wouldn't start by going into these events being like, oh, I'm just going to go and tell everyone what I do and talk to everyone about myself because that's going to scare you so then you're not going to do it. So you would go in and you would say to someone, hey, I'm Luke, what's your name? Oh, actually a silly question because James is on your name tag. But anyway, you know, they're still going to introduce themselves because it's a human thing to do. Right, oh yeah, I'm John. Oh, nice to meet you, John. What do you do? Oh, I'm an aeroscientist and I paint the outside of NASA rockets. Wow, I've never met anyone that does that. That's crazy. How long have you been doing that for? So that's your second question. Okay, so now you've asked them who they are, what do they do, how long have you been doing that for? And then your next one might be, and how did you get into that? You've just lost 10 minutes of your life. Whilst John tells you about how he started out building Lego sets of fucking NASA (laughs) starships, and now he paints the outside of them as an aeroscientist. And you go home and you're like, I met John today and he paints the outside of, you know, and you've just lost 10 minutes. So (laughs) the concept here is you want to have some questions that you can always remember so you can basically follow the process. Because when something is scary, you want a framework to make it easier and more simple for yourself. And this is not manipulative or anything. You're basically just trying to find a way to make it more easy to be in those situations. And you'll find that, the more you do it, you will change the questions and you won't have to be so rigid on the framework of like, what's your name? How long have you been doing that for? <laughs> and what did you do before that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so you won't do that. You will basically just have a conversation. All these things are kind of like how a mortgage meeting goes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how much do you earn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, if I just open with how much do you earn, it's not like a great way to start the meeting, right? It's not a great way to build rapport with someone. Yeah. So I'll be, it's more like, what do you do? Oh, cool. Like, what the fuck does that mean? It's yeah, yeah. through a day. Like, that's how we roll. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah definitely is. And listening's quite important, I reckon. Very. Yeah. So, like... Two ears, one mouth. Yeah. Some t- at networking events, you can't walk around with your pen and paper and, like, record stuff. But in mortgage meetings, I'll be like, oh, that was important. I'll quickly take a note. Yeah. Because I've got my computer and stuff like that, you know? That's what it's reminding me of. But, yeah, you want to try and maybe bullet point stuff in your head when you are listening to sit people because... People love to hear that, like, back if you pick up on something and tell them later, eh? A hundred percent. I was about to say, if you can go to Networking 201, becomes, wow, that's amazing, John, repeating their name back to them. I've never met somebody who paints the outside of NASA's rockets, but yeah. now I have, Yeah, you know? <laughs> Could I get your number? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's marketing. I mean, sorry, Networking 801. <laughs> but, yeah, if you, if you can do that sort of thing, but... The, the key theme here is that people love to talk about themselves. So if you can get people talking about themselves, then they are going to 
tell you their story because everybody has a story and they love to tell it. And that's why I told you, firstly, you want to have your own story because otherwise what's going to happen is John eventually is going to be like, anyway, Luke, so what do you do? Oh, I'm just an accountant. Mm. Convo over. Oh, okay. Hey, mate, I might just go and grab one of those mimosas over there and a samosa <laughs> as well, mate, and just, uh, yeah, no, nice to meet you, Luke. Good on you. And yeah. you fuck, I think you're standing there again going, shit, now I'm standing on my own. I feel awkward again. I put myself out there. Now I feel vulnerable. I knew I shouldn't have come here. Oh, it's because I'm an introvert. You know, all of it starts rushing back and you just fuck yourself again. So then you're mm. frustrated and I'm never doing that again. So you haven't prepared to go, you know, oh, I'm an accountant and I do X, Y, Z or I've got my own practice and I actually specialise in looking after people who work in the space industry. Oh, do you? Oh, bloody hell. I should introduce you to old uh, Jono just over there. <laughs> he paints NASA's rockets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then old Callum down there fuels them as well. Do you know Callum? No, I haven't met Callum. And I think as well, remember that in New Zealand, this is a small country. So... You know, you don't want to be a dick in an industry because there's a high chance that that industry is small and that people know somebody who know you. But also when you go to these things, there's also a high chance that you may you know, have a commonality and you've got to try and find that commonality with them. So sit down and actually build out some questions that you're going to feel comfortable asking other people and you basically want to try and keep it to around five so that you can't forget them. So you don't want a list of 30 questions and be going in there going, okay, now which one I wonder should I ask them because you're just going to freak out. Yeah, it's not a job interview. Yeah, so basically, you know, what's your name? But you probably could get rid of that one because you can graduate past that. Hi, my name is, what's your name? Okay, great, so that's not even really a question. So now you've, got, you've, got, you've opened your five back up. What do you do? How long have you been doing that? That's really interesting. What were you doing prior to that? Oh, what do you do outside of work? Because often people don't want to just talk about their work as well. They want to talk about some of those other things. And that's normally or can be where you find some commonality. Oh, well, I actually coach a rugby team. Mm. Oh, shit. What rugby team do you coach? All Blacks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, Ian. Nice to meet you, mate. Bloody hell. I didn't realize, you know, I was so introverted. I forgot to listen to what your name was. <laughs> You know, so then you might find something there or go, oh, well, bloody hell, my my friend does that or, or whatever. And the conversation becomes a lot more natural because just talking about can be kind of boring for some people unless you love it. So two things I want you to remember. One, spend some time yourself crafting some stories and be proud of those. And they are you. They are your story. That's okay. They don't need to be bloody these amazingly polished things they're just something that you can fall back on and this is why people go to networking events like B&I and they say so that's where people go to network with other business owners and what they enjoy about that is they get a chance to stand they've got to stand up in front of the room and tell everyone what they do it's basically teaching you a part of this so it's encouraging you to pitch yourself to people because at some stage someone will ask you you know what is your key point of difference and they will ask you know Mikey or what makes Guardian Smith different to XYZ and so Mikey has to have an answer to that he can't be like oh um sorry I'm just going to grab a Heineken Zero and I'll be right back you know (laughs) (laughs) it'd be a line read but yeah yeah (laughs) but also Mikey probably has had that situation at some time he probably then drove home and thought fuck I need to have a better answer to that question 
Yeah, for sure. I remember being like not comfortable at all in those situations, eh? As you were just running through all this stuff, I was like trying to go back through my last fucking six years of my life and figure out the times when I've been in these scenarios. And I find it far easier now to do this stuff. And I think one of the reasons I struggled at the start because I wasn't any good yeah. at networking or the job that I was doing. Like I was new. So I was expected to be shit, and I was just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what would stick. I was just trying it out, trying networking, mm. going to this BNI thing. I think the only thing BNI did, because I did it when I started, because that's what you do. When I got into yep. business, I was like, "Oh, that sounds like a good idea. I get to meet other people, and they'll give me leads." Except the leads didn't happen, but but that's because I turned up and I was shit. Because I turned up and I was like, "Oh, I'm new to the industry, and I'm gonna help get people better interest rates." Yeah, that was my minute speech. Like, you know, yeah, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kick the last one out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now I can talk about a bit of a business journey. I can talk about the people that I've met, how interesting clients are and how they're all different. And I've actually got evidence of kind of being good at it as well. So I can talk about all sorts of different shit that I've seen. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's, that becomes interesting. That means that people get engaged and then they listen to you and then you can do the same back to them. Or they can do the same back to you. And I think once you get into a place of some form of confidence in what you're talking about and then asking back the same way, it's a really, like, then you can sort of take whatever you want from them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say that nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just trying to figure out that for you too, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you can you can ask them to catch up later then because they, yeah, like, gotcha. they feel like, Build that trust. There's some rapport there and they're like, oh, this is a valuable person. They know what they're talking about because you have now the story. But my story was shit at the start, (laughs) you know, and then you can lean on it a bit more. And I think as well, you should expect it to be hard and to not be good at it to start Mm. with because you haven't done it. You know, mm. I like to always use a saying, it's like getting K's under feet. So when you're training for a half marathon or a marathon or whatever, you're talking about just trying to get, K's under feet, not worrying about how fast you're running, just so that you're actually doing some miles and do the reps, I guess is another way to look at it. And that's why I say go back to okay, you might build your questions, you might tell your story, and you practice in the Uber. Ask the Uber driver the same questions to see how the conversation goes and see what else you might introduce into that conversation. Then you might, you know, do it in a lift and do it very quickly just to try and get better at talking to, to strangers and to different people. And those are those little micro trainings that you'll be able to do before you go to, you know, the the big event. And I think as well, if your brain, like your brain will tell you as soon as you walk in the door to these things, shit, this is really scary. This is intimidating because what it is warning you is there's a high chance in here you may embarrass yourself. And I don't want you to feel like that. And I don't want you to feel rejected. I don't want you to feel alone. So therefore, you teach yourself, I hate networking. That's not for me. Hate that shit. Not into it. Really, it is your body's and brain's defense mechanism being like, warning, warning, warning. This is really uncomfortable. And you could fuck this up. And you're going to feel like you're alone standing in the corner. And everyone's like, what the hell was that person on about? (laughs) So you want to walk into that room and know that that's what your body and your brain is trying to do to you and all you're doing is looking around 
listening and trying to find the people that are really good at it being like, wow, I'm not as good as them. This makes gives me even more reason not to come back next week, not to do this shit. But you really need to remind yourself that you need to switch that off and just go, no, this is just unfamiliar. I haven't done the reps. Shut up, brain. I'm going to be fine. What's the worst case scenario is you may say something wrong mm. and then you say sorry and you start again or whatever. And it's actually not going to be as bad as what the blah, 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 warning signs your your mind is giving you. Yeah. And I think then to counter that as well, you want to leave those things and think, actually, that went pretty good. That didn't go as bad as I thought it was going to be. Weird that my body sent me into the state of nerve and worry when actually I'm walking out now, I've been like, I met a cool person, whatever come of it, that went pretty good. And then you want to stack that. And then the next time you go into that room, you want to say to yourself, I belong in this room. This will be easier than it once was. I'm looking forward to this. This is exciting. I recognize this feeling. This is my body warning me again not to get this wrong. And it becomes easier because you actually understand what your body's trying to do to you. It's crazy, man. It's wild how much you know about this shit, eh? <laughs> your, yeah. your brain is taking you on some journeys, eh? Definitely, mate. Definitely. But I think, you know, I like... I just walk in and then try and be funny. Yeah. If it doesn't work, then I'm like, oh, fuck, next one. Well, that, that's another layer to it where you might also want to go away and, you know, you might want to do some personality profiling or whatnot to try and understand how you might act in those situations and you know you might actually be one of those people who you for for me for instance I want to try and meet everybody in the room and do 30 seconds of each person just trying to figure things out and then be like oh like I said before about bloody Caleb and Callum or whoever I'm trying to link them up and go well you should have a chat to that person over there you know don't mm. worry about talking to me no point talking to me go and speak to oh you just told me that you're looking for a mortgage go and have a chat to Mike he's one of the more, best mortgage advisors in the country mm. I'm not like, oh, that's great. And where do you want to buy your house and stuff? So, but I can come across to people as, fuck, this guy's not interested in me. He's just trying to, you know, he's just trying to meet everyone. What's this guy's deal? So you do have to be a little bit aware of how you do these things. And I'll never forget going to a networking event myself where it was business owners and lady who offered similar services to us. In hindsight, looking at this, I could I pieced it all together on the night. I was like, wow, that is weird. Was threatened by us being there and saw us speaking to a potential prospect that they'd been working on. And it was like, bang, into the middle. Hey, introduced herself to us and wanted to kind of separate the conversation then sort of just slowly got her back in between us. I thought, that is fucking strange. Also, whilst giving me business card and it was a bit of a like, get the fuck out of my territory, you know. <laughs> so some weird shit will happen at these things and you've got to then be able to adapt and go, whoa, okay. But that person, I've watched their journey and it's been very desperate from yeah. what I have been able to, to see. Yeah, so you've got to be careful how you come across at those things. And the only way that you can get better at that is knowing yourself and also getting the Ks under feet, doing the reps and trying to make it easier for you. Definitely. Anything, to be good at anything takes practice, eh? Yeah. And you can't just, like, wake up one day and be like, I can walk into a, the UN and have a talk with all the most powerful people in the world and easily run the room. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Listen up, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. So, yeah. like, of course it takes practice, and of course it's going to start as probably shit. That segues me into another very important part there, Mikey. 
where you want to start by going to things where you're going to have some form of commonality. Because people don't want to feel alone, they don't want to feel rejected. So that's why BNI, for instance, is quite a comfortable setting for business owners because they are there going, right, we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all got that commonality of having a business, we're wanting more work, we're here at the same place at the same time, eating in the, sa- the same food. And so you've broken that down. If you, you know, just took someone that's a CEO and plonked them in that and was basically like, righto, that's your networking thing for the day. I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Mm. I, I don't want to, this is not my thing. But if you then said, oh, you should have turned left and that's the CEO conference in that room. Oh, okay, this is more my home. Mm. This is this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So you want to kind of find those places where you're supposed to be as such and try and practice in those environments where it's going to feel common. And that could just be in a friendship circle mm. and getting to know people's partners for instance, so that you can start to have some of those conversations. So it doesn't always need to be about trying to clock massive networks or whatnot, but it's going to help you be more comfortable when someone does say, why don't stand up and introduce yourself? Yeah. Also, it's funny when we talk about doing it for the benefit of our work, like our job or or, or business or anything. Career. and but, yeah. But we've all done this before. Yeah. And we're fucking 18. Yeah. Down at... Fucking whatever bar that is down there, or whatever mate's house that's having the barbecue, or like we've yeah. all, we've already done it. 100%. It's just in a different setting. Yeah, and I just do it in the sauna now. <laughs> <laughs> what are your chats like in the sauna? They go off, mate. Hey, yeah. how are you? I'm Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the NASA guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I actually got like a group of people that I have gone to the same sauna for so long, the same gym that, you know, we loosely know each other. We know each other's names and stuff. We know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I saw one of them today when I went to the gym. For instance. I'm like, oh, hey, mate. You know, and I'm like gutted that I've got there too late so we didn't get the to. Closing times. Yeah. Ha- have, <laughs> have a yarn. And so this stuff becomes a lot more easier and you learn what things you can talk to strangers about and what things, you know, not to. So if you've got massively strong opinions on things, perhaps shelve those to start with because you could come across as like the oh I barely know that person they were telling me about how they were voting for Chloe Swarbrook you know I don't even really want to hear that you know mm. um, what the hell just happened there or whatever you know so stick away from the politics <laughs> yeah and just those really temperamental type issues but if you want to go there don't tell them your opinion ask them for theirs yeah. hey what do you think about this you know what do you think of the wealth tax Mikey <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to raise those things and you want to be curious about those people. But yeah, then you build some of these skills and then you can take them to the likes of the internet and mm. go, right, okay, I'm into creating digital content, for instance. And then you build up a conversation with those types of people. I had a catch up this week just gone with Josh Ryan, for instance have a yarn, see what's happening in his world, asking him some things about what could I be doing differently, et cetera, et cetera. He was asking about different things I've got going on. I didn't know Josh at some stage. Mm. He's been on a pod now, seen content, you know, but you take the offline things, um, the online things offline at stages mm. as well. But you have to be careful you know, how you go about those because going back to the first sort of how-to we did about approaching people, I think a lot of people get that shit wrong. How to Approach People podcast has 
become like a running joke in my fucking inbox. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the- now I get the emails and it just says, "Hey, Mikey, hope this email finds you well." And everyone's put it in like quotation marks. Yeah. So there's obviously heaps of people that are just fucking running with it and taking the purse. Yeah. It's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, don't go straight in for the kill with someone. Um, you know, the the main thing that I often see in business, for instance, but this can can be anything, is that somebody messages me, they don't actually try and understand, do I have a problem that they can solve or a pain point that I want sorted? They're basically just coming from a position of, I've got something that I want you to buy, mm. or I've got something that I think will help you. Why won't you catch up with me? Can mm. I just tell you more about it? And can I call you? I'm like, dude, I, I don't fucking want it's not something that i need information about why you know you've got to correct the way Mm. you go about those things yeah for sure but again that's sort of veering into something else so we'll keep it to those two themes to get people started some good basics in there do you think mate yeah i think we should have a ktc networking event hey great idea you like the sound of that yeah we'll do a live podcast on stage somewhere bloody good idea Bring yeah, your, shit. Bring your 30 questions. No, yeah. it's, it's 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 a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can get the KTC crew in there and all on the line reds. <laughs> Whoa, could just even have it here maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Simple. You know, less barriers, put some beers on, bit of a feed. Might have to take a couple of those books in the corner down so that nobody gets upset. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you would come along, drop us a line, drop us a message if you listen to this. Would you come along to a catch-up? This, this is the end of the pod. Put this pod into your Instagram story and then tag us in it, and that'll that's telling us how many numbers we think we can get in. I like it. And if there's enough, we might even get Missy Elliott to come along. <laughs> or maybe that's when we get to 5,000 Google <laughs> uh, reviews. <laughs> is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your permitted, but why I need it? It's your primitive, it's why I need it. If you got a big...